Don't touch anything. Welcome to Into the Time Vortex podcast. We're talking about Doctor Who. We're talking about the latest episode, The Ghost Monument. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. And this episode is the second of the season for the, was it 11th season? Is that where we're on right now? Yep. Yes. In the new, in the new Who. It's the second of Jodie Whittaker. And this one, do we know who? Yeah. Go ahead. This this sorry. Um yep. they they get rescued from space. Surprise, surprise, they don't die. Uh scooped up by a couple of people who uh was clear fairly quickly that they were participating in some sort of amazing race type show. Um and they they both uh they they pick up two people, so Jody and I mean the doctor and uh, Yasmin get picked up by by a woman and um, I think and Graham no they got picked up by the the man oh they get picked up by the guy and then Graham and Ryan get picked up by the woman and then they land on this really weird planet yep so um, I think this is my my initial thoughts are that this show continued from the first season from the first episode not just in the story kind of leads right into it but the tone of it um everything kind of stayed the same it didn't revert back to being silly it didn't revert back it, it stayed its course and i observed the same things it, it feels more real to me it feels the music fits better it doesn't feel as jarring the characters acted normal in that situation, they weren't like high-fiving each other and going, yeah! They were just kind of like just enough of being frightened and not sure about their situations, but also accepting it because they're with the Doctor, which is what all companions have done in the past. So I kind of right. like that. Yeah, I I um, I loved the way the, the opening credits looked. Oh, and yeah. You know the theme again, um, still great. Um, and I, I just, I loved. This is just sort of like production things about the show, but I really loved the way the show looked. Mm-hmm. Like I thought the camera angles and the tight angles on the faces were really good. I liked they were shot from, you know, there were some kind of cool angled shots from above and some cool shots from ground level and you know, kind of out of focus, then it came into focus. It just looked really different, but looked good. I liked it a lot. Looks more professional. Yes, um, yes. And it feels more serious. Um, I, I mentioned cinematography as well. There was a lot of out of focus shots that came into focus. And, you know, it just, I, we forgot to mention this the first one, but they're going with a little bit of a wider screen this year. They're doing the, the ratios a little bit more than 16 by 9. It's a 2 by 1, which is barely noticeable for most people, but it's just a little bit wider, so it has a more cinematic feel to it. I didn't notice that the first time because we were on BBC America, which obviously wasn't going to show it in that capacity because they're at BBC America. <laughs> right. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. I like the, the theme, the new opening, the music, and you know all that cinematography and all that. And it was interesting that 
they were actually this time filming in South Africa. Yeah. So. Yeah. Some, that was, somewhere that was, neat because I'm like looking. I'm like, well, that's obviously not England. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you you guys mentioned the opening, and uh, I don't know. I, when I saw the opening, I, I was like, for the first time in this new series, I said, finally, something doesn't look like a cartoon. Uh, you know, almost every one of them I've not liked, the f especially the first one when, when Eccles said it. It just was like, what? Is this all they're doing in the TARDIS? Is this looked really epic. It looked like there was money put in it. looked like a, you know, I don't know. I just, I loved it. I, I loved the main theme, too. I was like, yep. this is this is exactly what it should have been back in 2000 and five or whatever but i really yeah no I, th I thought it looked great and i thought the um i like the new graphic um you know that says doctor who i just i, I liked everything about it yeah. i mean i i didn't mind some of the old ones but yeah the tardis bouncing around was getting a little old so yeah. this was I, nice i mean yeah I, I kind of enjoy the classic series a lot so the new series when when it does things that are a little bit different, I sometimes take offense or whatever. But this definitely seems to fit into both. It seems that the the new series logos in the um, well, some of the old classic series logos are horrible too. But um, this just seemed to work, and it seemed you know it's. I've only seen it once. I didn't go back and watch it again. The the uh, credits, <coughs> but I'm like, uh, this is really good, and yeah. So I can't say enough about that. Yeah. Um, you mentioned cinematography. There was a lawn take scene. I love lawn take scenes. This is when the doctor gets on board the ship, and it's up until I think it's I don't know if it's the whole scene. It's one lawn take. It may not have been officially a lawn take because there might have been a cut in there, but it went on and on and on for a couple minutes without any edits or anything. I love when it, when shows do stuff like that, and this did it. And I'm like, wow, that was cool. Um, it adds tension, it adds a level of, like, it brings you into the shot where you feel like you're part of the action and stuff, and I thought the tension and action was really great up until the crash, because that was pretty neat, where it's basically the special effects and everything, it just was like, wow, am I watching Doctor Who, or am I watching something else, you know? Yeah, the crash was probably the best part of the whole story, where you just see it coming through the atmosphere, all of a sudden you see the red ball, boom, mm -hmm. and then it's coming closer. So I think that was my favorite of the, of the story. Yeah, it was very it was very movie like. It 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 didn't feel like a television show. Yes. So I thought that was very cool. Um, I also am feeling a little bit in the in the first episode as well. This feels to me like a classic combination of companions, because if you remember, most of the companions from the new series want to travel with the doctor and they're all like you know like you know thumbs up and going yeah and they're all excited about these people are taken without you know they're taken against sort of against their will they're not they don't want to be here mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that they're not going to stay because they're obviously it sounds it feels like to me that this is going to be sort of like a barbara and ian thing where they're going to try to go back to send them back and they're just not going to get there <laughs> They're right. going to keep going from place to place, which, in a way, makes a little more sense because characters don't necessarily want to be put in danger every... Real people don't want to be put in danger every five minutes. And I hate to go on about this, but in the, I watched the first episode again, and 
the woman, the uh, woman who died, the um, Grace, the, the gray, yeah, she um, she says, "Is it wrong for me to enjoy this?" And and Graham goes, "Yeah, it really is." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and in a way, he's right. They shouldn't be enjoying this, but we should be enjoying it as viewers. But the the people shouldn't be enjoying as much as they did in the in the uh, the new series, the um, with the Russell T Davis especially. So, anyways. Well, I mean, I think my, my response to that is yes, but the the adventures that we get to see are only the scary ones. And you kind of have to assume that they're doing other things. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's more true. They could be and... like... Yeah, yeah, that's true. They could be doing other things. Well, yeah, like, and, would... and, I, and I understand. I'm not saying... That, that they go from one episode to another and almost die in every episode, and, but still want to stay with them. And you can see, see it in Yaz, Yaz is even, um, she's starting to really, uh, I think they're all starting to like it, like the, the adventure. And eventually, you want them to like the adventure to a degree. You don't want them to be become adventure junkies necessarily, but you want them to kind of, yeah, let's go somewhere else. Let's go to another. They want once they start saying, "Let's go to another planet." Let's not go home. Then you're kind of like, "Okay, that's good too." Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think the reaction that they all—I'm kind of skipping ahead here—but um, the reaction that they all had when they finally get into the TARDIS, it's like, okay, now they've, you know, now they see what this is all about. Yeah. And it's not always just scary monsters. Sometimes it's cool spaceships. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think this story overall was pretty good. Um, just like the first season, the first—I keep saying first season, first episode—I didn't think the episode was like spectacular, but there was a lot of good stuff in it that I, we already talked about most of it already. But um, I thought, yeah, I—I I, I thought it was average. I didn't find anything, you know, earth-shattering or ex exceptionally great about it. I just thought it was just, you know, an average average story yeah I didn't think the story was spectacular I thought I thought the way people reacted was good and I really felt like that's what was kind of driving this episode was the way the people were interacting with each other you know you had that guy who was uh, such a jerk um, you know obviously a caricature but and then the woman who, who wanted to trust people but didn't want to trust people, and the way they all interacted with the companions and the doctor, and that, you know, that's really what the story was about to me. Yeah, and I thought they did a pretty good job with that because the two guest characters sort of talk about their past and talk, and and we get to know their characters a little bit, and how yeah. how our companions interacted and the doctor interact with them gives us an idea of how these characters are, and that's how it is in this show is. You know, and how they interact with each other, but it's also how they, you know, like you said, I think both of you said how they interact with the situation. Right. Yeah, and that seemed to be what was more important here. Um, you know, they were all finally working together to get to their goal, even if the, even if the guy, what was his name, Enzo, um, you know, was fairly reluctant about it, even right up until the end. Yeah. He yeah, was, it was. It, it is this story was mainly a character development for the the three companions, and 
and get to know more and what how what they would do when they were in the situation and stuff. So. Yeah, although I did find those rag things pretty pretty effective. I, I mean, they were kind of silly, but I I liked them. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. So far, the the two alien we've kind of seen like three aliens. We've seen the the rag creatures, and then we've seen the cable creature. It's sort of similar there. It's almost a shapeless thing or whatever. And then you know we have Tooth Guy, but and there's a link. There's I guess there is a link between these two stories because the the aliens that were involved in the first one are involved in this one. Yeah. The way they mentioned them. So. Stenza. Yeah. And then the one the rag thing said something about the timeless child, so that's gonna go somewhere. I mean, that just can't be a throwaway. Yeah. No, so that's probably the season-long story arc that we were promised we weren't gonna get. That's yeah. gonna like pop up. You're gonna get another villain somewhere down the line saying, "Oh, blah 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 blah," and she's gonna go, "What?" Well, so. I, I'm not exactly sure what they're planning. And the thing is, though, I hope we can't guess, because I'm sure if I went online right now, I bet you people would say, well, it's got to be Susan, it's got to be Jenna Coleman, it's got to be... And it's like, no, I don't think we're going to get that. This is a new producer. I don't think he was going to link everything up. You're not going to see five different aliens at the end of this season from previous episodes. I think it, he's trying to make an original idea here. And hopefully it's not something that's linked to the past as much. Right. As, as hopefully. <laughs> I hope it's not River Song. That's, uh, I, I yeah. just hope River yeah. Song. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I guess it's one of those things, Ken, that's going to annoy you the way uh, Bad Wolf and the crack in the wall thing did. But, um, you know, as long as it doesn't become, beat you over the head with it, yeah, well, when, when it was mentioned, I was kind of like, uh... But, you know, that's the only time that I've done that so far this season. Well, you know, yeah. It's only been two stories. Well, no, <laughs> but, it, but it hasn't been, you, you know, like you said, it didn't hit me in the head. It just kind of was there, and I said, okay, I'll let this one slide because I feel like there's we're doing something different this season, so hopefully it's not related to Bad Wolf or something, you know, hopefully it's, and I, I don't think yeah. it will be. Um, no, it will be either. I think that, I think that story has played itself out. I like, um, one of the other things I noticed is the humor from this show, these episodes, is coming from the Doctor, and not necessarily the bad guys. Even the, the tooth creature wasn't cracking jokes, wasn't going, ah, you know, he, he would just kind of was there. He made reactions when the doctor was kind of acting weird, and then he would kind of like go, what, what's this? And in this episode, the same thing. The rag creatures didn't, ha like, go, they weren't making jokes. They weren't over the top. It was the doctor that sort of brought the humor into it, and occasionally the companions, like the scene where Ryan goes running out there with the guns, the gun, and yeah. says, I'll take care of this, because he's getting into it. He's like, let me be part of this team, and then he doesn't listen to the doctor and then regrets his his decision. <laughs> right. He said something about Call of Duty. Yeah. I didn't find that what is amusing as some of the other, you know, lines, but it was still, you know, kind of funny. Yeah. But not like laugh out loud. No, it wasn't laugh out loud, no. Yeah. 
kind of funny. <laughs> the um, I feel like the plots so far. I'm not. Sh I'm not saying that they're that they're a little. So the pacing's a little different than we're used to. When they're not running, they were walking. They spent some time on the boat. They weren't just like speeding off and talking really fast. Yeah. Part of that is because they have an extra amount of time, and part of that is because you have a producer who doesn't want to do that, which is maybe, which is great. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm really enjoying that. The the downside to that is it can be perceived as being a little slower. Maybe. I don't know if you guys got that impression that it's a little bit slower. Oh, I, I did. Yeah. I did. I thought this episode kind of dragged in places a little bit. Yeah. But I loved I think it. it was a little bit. It was a little bit repetitive. I thought, you know, oh, they've got to run into the tunnels and run out of the tunnels and run back into the tunnel. And I'm like, just pick a place to be, please. Yeah. And um, I think the stories are still have complexity to them, but they're not like, ha ha ha, I know more than you, I'm going to like layer this with, with complexity that people are going to be talking about. I think it's something right. that, what, like, like Moffat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, I agree. I mean, these are stories we could talk about. We may not necessarily get everything about it. We can sit there and say, well, wait a minute now, what's this and what's that? But it's not like, it's like, you know, ha ha ha, I know what I'm talking about and you you don't type thing. It doesn't feel like it's pandering or, or talking down to the audience. Right, yeah, I agree. I agree. And and what do, what do you think of the new TARDIS? Ah, silence. <laughs> um, it did remind me a little bit about Eccleston's with those things that came in. I, it's, that's been done a couple of times, those overhangs. Yeah. Um, I have to see more of it. Mm. I, I didn't hate it. Was it green or was it not green? That was orange. What the TARDIS? I thought it was the outside. Oh, I thought wasn't it blue? Isn't the TARDIS blue? Yeah, was not was not the usual blue. It, it was seemed like it was a darker blue. Oh, was it darker? That might have been the contrast with the desert behind it, but um... it looked way more teal than blue. It's it's changed shades a few times. It occasionally seems to be a darker blue or whatever, but I don't know. I didn't notice that. I was I didn't I did really <laughs> care for the inside of the TARDIS all that much. No, the crystals and all that. But oh, oh, when we take off, you get a cookie. <laughs> it's like that's kind of dumb. Yeah, I don't know about that. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. I mean, I want to see it in action. I'm glad it's back. I, I was afraid for a minute that we weren't going to see it for a while. And Yeah. Well, yeah, he kind of hinted that he was going to say that he was not going to have it back at all this season, which would have been bad. Yeah, yeah that would have been. But when you saw the... Radio Times preview that said Rosa Parks was going to be next week. So you're like, well, obviously she gets the TARDIS back yeah. this episode so they can go back to the 1950s or 
So. Yep. Yep. So all in all, not a bad episode. I think the um, reviews online have been a little harsh, but, you know. Oh, I haven't read anything. I haven't either. I, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of fans don't like it, because it's not like the, the last ten years that we've had. And if you're, yes. that, if you're used to it, and I'm talking more like, I think, the people who are fans from the new era. Um, you know, I'm not trying to put everyone into the same category, because, Julia, you've, you've, it seems like you're liking this season. And I'm not saying everyone that loves Moffat's era is going to like this era. <laughs> right. But, but I think there's a, um, because of the change, I think it's going to take a little while for people maybe to get used to it. Right. I've gotten used to it already. I'm like, I'm getting into it already. I, I was enjoying this one quite a bit, even though, like, like you said, I, I, I just, it wasn't something where I was like, wow, this is really a great episode. I thought there were a lot of good things about it. And I was smiling at the end when I was, when the end credits came up, even because I was like, yeah, this feels like more like Doctor Who to me. Yeah. <laughs> in, in my yeah, opinion, so I've always, I've always watched this show with a pretty open mind and there have been very few episodes where I, like immediately have said well that was terrible um most of them have been good a few have been outstanding and I'm fine with that you know I don't need every episode to be amazing as long as they're not fear her I'm fine <laughs> and that includes the classics in, right? <laughs> uh I have seen some of the classics that I, I liked. Okay. I I have I a know, hard time I, with those. I do. I'm just I'm just joking. Yeah. One of the episodes that's fresh in our memory is uh, Time of the Ronnies, so it's kind of hard to. Oh. Yeah. That's so bad. That's one that you right away start to go. Uh oh, this might be a problem for me. <laughs> I love the ghost monument idea. How. She finds out that it's the TARDIS, and I knew it was going to be the TARDIS as soon as he said that. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Yeah, it was. Yeah. that was pretty predictable. Yeah. Yeah. So, saw the tent at the beginning, and I had uh, flashbacks to the greatest show in the galaxy. I'm like, wait a minute, this looks a lot like. Oh, that. I did too. <laughs> and if it was Moffat, it probably would have been. There was an, I thought the same thing. Yeah, it was a classic episode, Greatest Show in the Galaxy. <laughs> oh. It has circuses and stuff. Oh, dear. It, so it, let's hope they do something more with Yad. He didn't have episode. much to do. Yeah. Um, as for the companions, um, I think what they've done with Graham, they he's expanding on him. He's probably my favorite of the companions yeah. right now. Yep, thank you. He's done really well. I think Ryan's okay. Yaz is, like you said, not quite there yet. Right. I think next week she'll have more to do. Yeah. So. It looked like it from the preview, so. I hope yeah. so. She seems like a good actress and be ashamed to waste her. I think uh, Jodie Whittaker's the doctor. I, I enjoyed her in this. She had a couple of really. I like how she just acts for the most part. I, I'm still not 100% sold on the doctor, but you know, she says, "Oh, this is your first alien planet. Don't touch anything," you know, and yeah, um, you know, I'm enjoying what she does so far. Again, 
we're all sort of kind of like we watch several episodes until we can finally say, aha, you know, she's the doctor or he's the doctor or whatever. And like I said, it took me a season and a few episodes to accept David Tennant. And, you know, sometimes it takes a few episodes. Sometimes it takes a while. (laughs) You know, I think in in retrospective, it was probably a really good idea that they didn't keep uh, an old companion to come on with her. Yeah. Because I think it would have made a much bigger deal out of the fact that she's a woman now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so yeah, absolutely. The, these people have no point of reference. You know, yeah. they don't know who the doctor is. So That's a really good point because all she said was, she just told them, I, you know, half an hour ago I was a white-haired Scotsman or whatever. Right, and right. And they just kind of look at her and that's it. It's not like it dwells on it and stuff. And Well, I'm sure they thought she was crazy and then... <laughs> All that other stuff happened, and they probably forgot she even said that. Yeah. And this is definitely a story, uh, just these first two episodes definitely feel like somebody could come in in this ep- these episodes and watch it from, from the beginning. There hasn't been too much that connects to the past. Ah, uh, yes. No, not really. Whoops, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, don't do that, because I have to edit them out. Um, Yeah, I I don't know if there's a lot of new viewers. I'm very curious to see. I haven't really done any research on, did we lose a ton of people that were watching it that say, I'm not going to watch it now? And then Well, there is going to be a, there always is a drop-off. They'll go from eight to six. That's my prediction. Yeah, the ratings will go down, and I think part of that is um, it's just the nature of TV. You watch the first episode, you watch the last episode, and you don't watch as much in between. Um, but is it going to drop because people look at the doctor and say, "Now, nah, forget it, I can't do it," or do they not like Chris Chibnall? You know. But well, those are valid factors, and that could all play a part of it too. Yeah. But, I mean, I didn't like Moffat too much toward the end, and I still watch the episodes. It's not... I guess we're talking about people who are just kind of like, oh, what, what, what do I watch tonight? You know, Doctor Who, maybe... Well, the diehards, the, the diehards will always be there. Yeah. So. so, anything else about this one? No, I think we've covered it all. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this episode not as much as the actual episode, but just what it was doing. It, 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 it kept established that this is the direction it's going to go in. It hasn't reverted back to some of the Moffat stuff, and I like the direction that it's going in. Um, yeah. And, and now I want, like, a really, really good story that really kind of like, wow, you know. Some of the dialogue in this even was kind of like, you know, I, I guess I'll have to wait and see. Who wrote this one, anyways? Chibnall did. Chibnall, okay. Yeah. Who writes the next one? Do we know? Um, Not 100% sure. I'd be curious to see. This will be the big test is when we start getting new other writers, and I guess they're all new writers, other writers writing for this season. Yeah. What did you say? I'm actually looking forward to that. The writer for the next episode is Mallory Blackman. Okay, so that's where it's going to get, because traditionally it feels like, especially in the new show, 
that the producer doesn't write the best episodes of the season. It's usually other writers. So I'd be very curious to see, you know, and it looks good. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to seeing different writers and different take on the character and see what they can do because certain the Moffat areas seem like we have the same style of story and all that. Some new fresh writers would yeah. be actually good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're waiting. You know, let's go watch it right now. Is it on yet? <laughs> so, okay. Okay. Uh, anything else? No. No. Solid okay. second. Okay. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>